0: everybody we are back kicking it stateside episode number 15 i'm with my brother per usual brian what's going on my man what is going on not a lot besides the crazy week that weekend we just had in the prem with tons of shocking sort of shocking i guess closer games than maybe we would have thought with liverpool and man city kind of uh eking them out there towards the end
1: yeah some big big time near upsets definitely
0: so i guess we will kind of talk about the week 11 recap first then we'll take it to halftime then we'll do a little mls cup final prediction we are down to our final two teams in the mls we have toronto out of the east and the seattle sounders out of the
1: west i am pumped up to watch this final on sunday
0: Yes, Sunday at three o'clock on a b c um we'll kind of dive into that we'll kind of break down maybe by position um and say who has more advantage in some of these different spots and we'll kind of give a little uh prediction of who
1: we think is going to win yeah we could have a uh oh I lost myself there oh we I could lost myself <laughs> i lost in myself. The sauce we could uh yeah. We could really dive in. We can really dive in because I think there's uh, potential for a really good final on our hands, and you could have a really awesome day of soccer Sunday that I was we'll say, if, show you between the Premier League and this final. Um, pretty much a full day.
0: If you're a soccer fan, I think Sunday is uh, one of those days where you just sit in front of your TV and watch. Especially you know, for us Eagles fans out there, we have a bye, so this is a perfect way to spend your sunday if you're looking for something to do or watch it's a soccer like double header triple header here yeah
1: so, it, you can't go wrong no definitely not
0: so i guess uh that and we'll kind of dive into some hot topics around the world um the whole mario ball telly thing we see racism
1: coming back into the fold you know yeah popping its ugly head back out into the game again and again yeah it needs to end man i i know it's easier said than done cuz especially some of the way, I mean, this country's come a long way with it, but some countries just haven't over the years. Yeah, for sure. And it's definitely a little, uh, it's a little different, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Hopefully they, they put something better in action to make this go away.
0: Very true. Yeah. We'll kind of uh, hit on that. Uh, Also we'll have some, uh, we put up some polls on the A2D that will kind of be our question. Um, We'll kind of, get into that on some of the Jamie, Jamie Vardy, how he's playing. And also, um, what's the deal with VAR good or bad? And we'll kind of answer those. And, you know, we, again, we always love the feedback from everybody. So we'll kind of, I guess, kick that to the fans to see what you guys think as well. Awesome. Um, what else we got? Well, I guess, uh, we had, you know, just a quick, recap I suppose you know also we saw Christian Pulisic he scored again Mr. Captain America is back on the board
1: yeah it was it was looking dicey there for a little bit and I kept saying be patient be patient Patient. and uh seems to be working out yeah it is uh the whole team's looking good
0: man he's got four goals in two games so hopefully that keeps up (laughs) um again uh with the whole Everton and Andre Gomez injury, that kind of uh, put a damper on the Spurs-Everton game. Um, Andre is going to be out for some time. He had uh, broke his ankle pretty badly yeah, in the game if nasty. you guys didn't see it. Um, so we wish him a speedy recovery. And uh, what else? Sonny, and,
1: Sonny scored in the uh, Champions League game and dedicated his goals to Gomez.
0: Well, that's sweet of him. Yeah, he's a very nice Korean. (laughs) (laughs) He was. I mean, he was really distraught after. Yeah, you feel bad about it. I mean, for sure. Yeah, and also, I guess before we get into it, Wofford just still sucks. That's one thing that's pretty consistent on this show is we keep saying that, and they are just proving us right. Yeah,
1: zero wins still. Zero wins in all competitions. I would say, what is that stat that. Um, They are the only team in five major leagues across Europe that does not have at least one win. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's English League, German League, what? French, Spain, and Italian. At all five leagues, at least one team team has a win. Yeah. Except Watford.
0: Yeah. So you suck. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's very bad. Um, All right. I think that's. Obviously, always we say uh, again, follow us, and you know, on all of our social medias, uh, we're up on Twitch again. We've been doing this. I think this is the third week, maybe now, that we hit up Twitch. Yeah, so we, might, we are
1: actually. This might be the full month. Is it? I think we hit the fi- fourth. What's
0: so we're live fourth? on Twitch as we speak, and we are also recording for iTunes and our Spotify listeners as well. Absolutely. So we're double dipping. And also, you know, uh, keep watching us on A2D Radio every Tuesday night from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Live. Live show. It's been pretty good.
1: Yeah. Either the YouTube or the Twitter. It's we, everywhere. And Instagram. And Instagram. It's all over the place. And Facebook. And Facebook. We,
0: we, we're on a lot of things right now. So you can
1: find us lots of places. If you're
0: not listening to us, then you're messing up.
1: Well, that's because we're just out and here. And you have an excuse. We're out you here trying to excuses. do what we're trying to do, man. You're trying. What, you know what that is.
0: We're giving the people what they want. If I can find my. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's in alphabetical order. I should be able to find it.
1: Does it alphabetize it? It does, actually, well, which really is nice. that's really nice. Yeah.
0: Except what... Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Mm... No. I don't remember what it was under. G. Oh, it is just give
1: the people. Yeah, I kind of named them quickly, usually. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, we give the people what they want. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Beautiful. A delayed reaction, of course. But again, it's only week two on the Vox Pro. Yeah. I'm still trying to get it down. I have like three keyboards in front of me, and I have my laptop, and I'm also trying to watch our levels, and it's (laughs) – Vox (laughs) Pro. And Vox Pro, too. Vox Pro Pro. So I have a hand on like three things.
1: I mean, if this was set up a little bit better, I, I guess I could control this computer, but that would be it. Everything else is forced to be on the Because, I mean, side. that
0: really just is, does itself. So yeah, I guess once I really have.
1: Up, you don't really need to do anything over there. I
0: really n- just have
1: two. Yeah. Stop bitching. I know.
0: <laughs> Whatevs. All right. All right. Let's run down this uh, week 11 here. Hell yeah. So let's start from the top. Um, the early game on Saturday was Bournemouth. Got a nice win over Man United. 1 nothing.
1: Yeah, kind of. Eh, so-so game just typical Bournemouth being Bournemouth now again and yeah they come back with a win
0: had uh, zero goals coming into this week they get one this week Josh King gets on the board and it is Bournemouth's first win since September
1: 20th which is not good and United goes back after three really good-looking games. They went right back to the way United's been looking in the Premier League and do absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, I, you really thought when they won, they beat Norwich, and then they won against Chelsea midweek in the uh, Carabao Cup. You thought maybe you know they had a little momentum coming in and to play a Bournemouth team who really hasn't scored much.
1: No, but they have been very good defensively. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't think that. I mean, with Maguire and Lindelof, I think that's decent – Back there. Yeah. So I'm saying Bournemouth's been good defensively. Uh, oh, Bournemouth, yes, so they have.
1: You expect them to be okay, but I Is don't know. Is that their third straight clean sheet? Uh, I think so, yeah. they draw
0: 0-0 the past two weeks and they get another.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough to score on them. They just need to find the scoring again. And I don't know where they're going to the, – the two Wilsons and – King, King, that's pretty much who scored this year for them. They need to add some midfield help in January, I think, um, to improve. Because I don't think – they're definitely not a team that's in danger of probably going down. No. But if they want to be like a top ten, they're definitely going to have to get some help along the midfield because the defense has been solid, and I think the strikers are good. They just need somebody to get the ball to them.
0: Yeah, I, I I think that with the play, Ryan Frazier, again, my man has not played well and he's not really been playing, So,
1: and he had like 16 assists last year. Yeah, I think it's taken him time to he work the back from the injury a little bit. So if he can get healthy and they can get some help in the more center, that's where they really struggle. Like Harry Wilson's pretty good on the right, and if Fraser can come back and be what he was last year on the left, yeah. that's a nice improvement but the, the, there's just no big help in the middle right now so we'll we'll see what they do
0: yeah i mean i they're getting win maybe one win and draw yeah you know they're getting that they're... one win a month <laughs> which is good enough to keep you up in the in the uh top flight
1: yeah they'll get enough but not um not enough to do any kind of serious no. damage again i
0: I think when the season's all said and done and it's over, you're going to still say Bournemouth was Bournemouth. And they drew, and they got a win here and there. But, again, they're just going to be mid-table side, I think, up until that one year where they actually do go down. But at this point, Eddie Howe, I think, is a good enough manager to keep them up. That's just my opinion.
1: I don't disagree.
0: So, all right, let's rock on down. We got uh Arsenal and Wolves with a nice draw. The draw kings and the
1: draw, what do we say, the draw princes. The draw princes right now that so. are slowly <laughs> yeah. coming for that crown after yesterday's ridiculous draw in I don't the know it's uh, going to be
0: tough to uh un <sighs> I guess dethrone the draw kings of wolves with seven draws already this season.
1: Yeah, but they do. We just tied Gamaris. G- 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 and That's tough. That's a tough look. Yeah, me. You hate a, to see me a Khalifa's team. Ooh. I tweeted her. I told you I was gonna tweet her. Did she respond? She didn't respond. I gave mm-hmm. her some. Uh, I. I wrote, go Arsenal, with some middle fingers and some kissy emojis. Ooh. Yeah. And then they tied us in the 91st minute to draw the game, and we only get one goal from Zach Mustafi in the oh, 80th wow. minute. Like, come on. Really, guys? You hate to see it. Like, you really do. I know we were playing like a light roster, but a lot got into the game. A couple guys got into that game. That should have done more of an impact, and I'm very disappointed. Getting a draw in a Europa League game. that That's very disappointing. Yeah. It's kind of whatever. You blew it! Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, pretty much. And that's exactly what they did um, in this game against the Wolves. They had a 1-0 lead. Aubameyang gets his 50th goal, as I, I said on Tuesday, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, he did get the captaincy now after this Jaka bullshit. Um, but, yeah, they let Raul Jimenez sneak in and get a goal and they can't find a way to get another one late and they tie a game again that they shouldn't be tying and they're just losing ground.
0: I know. What did I say before I went down on the field at Penn on Saturday. I was like, good yeah. luck, but you're gonna, it's going to be a tie. Raul Jimenez is going to score. Yeah, and he did. And he did. He did. And that's only two points out of the last three games for the Gunners. And, you know, is Unai Emery on the old hot
1: seat? He's on my hot seat if he's not in general, but I think he is with this whole captaincy issue. There's a lot of issues going on behind and the scenes here. Yeah, there's, there definitely is. And now uh, Arson's in the headlines. He's talking about doing going maybe to Bayern, which is crazy. I can please, only
0: please. I hope he coaches Bayern into the fucking depths of
1: hell. Yeah, I don't know. He was a good coach once. Yeah, once the game maybe has maybe has changed passed him by a little bit, but he might do good there in that very strict German. Uh, he lost his way in the Prem. The Prem's definitely changed. I don't a lot. know.
0: He's very strict. He's very stubborn. I don't see him like succeeding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna, just my opinion i think byron's maybe gonna byron's too much of
0: a uh for it's a big deal that job and i don't know if he can handle it yeah granted
1: he did he was at arsenal for a long time i don't know though i think they're in the midst of a need of a rebuild big time Muller's kind that. of on his way out Boateng. there's a lot of guys kind of making their way towards their end of their careers yeah, there they're
0: st- starting to get closer to the mid-30s now yeah so it's a little bit of a changing time. I mean, they got my
1: man Alfonso Davies waiting in the wing, so. That's true. Not to go off onto a Byron
0: tangent. I would but. say this is going to go really crazy. Yeah, south. but well,
1: yeah, but we did also say that at some point soon we're going to be maybe bringing in some Bo- Bo- Bundesliga with MLS endings. so little taste, Yeah, we could touch on it here and, and there we don't probably. It now.
0: It's just not many people watch it. Well, besides me.
1: I don't know. I think again
0: and Eric, we're gonna we're find. Fans.
1: We're gonna find more and more people are gonna start to pop out of the woodwork with that too. Um, maybe once they pop that Premier League cherry and get an MLS team, then it just expands your your mind. I've I've kind of gotten to that point where now more and more I find a team in pretty much every league that I can at least kind of track and follow and find some reason to watch if they're gonna be on. Yeah, it can be a lot. It can be a lot, but you don't have to go hardcore. Like, I can be hardcore with Arsenal and Red Bull, but then still have the, you know, somebody to watch. Sure. A horse in a race. Why not? It makes it better for sure. Hell yeah. I would agree. Hell yeah. So. Yeah. Hey. Let's go back to the Prem.
0: Yeah. Um. So Liverpool got a little test from Villa. It was a big test. beat tests. them
1: 2-1. Villa's been pretty good. Yeah,
0: you know, we talked about this on Tuesday. I, for being such a young team, they have played pretty decent, I thought, yeah, um, losing, against some of these uh, bigger, bigger names.
1: Yeah, and losing their number one striker to Chelsea, who's top two, top three in the Golden Boot right now, like, and still being able to compete—that's tied. Pretty, that's pretty. He's impressive. tied for yeah, he's tied, tops right? with uh, Vardy. Vardy, yeah, ten. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: So yeah, but I mean, Liverpool—they got a little bit of a test against them, and. Like we said, good teams find a way to win games. And, you know, it wasn't their greatest game ever, but they got the job done.
1: Hell yeah. They that's did. how they do it. It was super late uh, and uh, kind of a little bit of luck, but that's I was part say, of the yeah. game, too, sometimes. Balls bounce the right way.
0: Right. When you're, again, a good team, some, you know, you get that lucky bounce. Yeah. Things happen to go your way, and when it's not, it's not.
1: Yeah. Robertson's legit, though. I mean,
0: their outside backs are insane. Robertson <laughs> and Alexander-Arnold are in, are incredible talents for being so young.
1: Yeah, and to have that talent and be able to run that formation the way that they do, it just gives them such an advantage. I know. Like, that, that style of that 4-3-3 where you pull the wings up down the sides and because you have so much other defensive help, with Van Dyke being such a beast and Fabinho and when Milner's in there or even Jordan Henderson, they're all good defensive midfielders. When all of them, they can all get back on the ball. It just gives you that such an advantage. Everybody can kind of help each other out and play a really good team game, and it frees up your front to just score. Yeah, I
0: mean, they've definitely put together a great squad at Liverpool over the past few years. So, I mean, when you win Champions League, I guess you're doing something right.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, yeah, Liverpool, again, just kind of rolling along. Uh, just, you know, they're getting tested, but, you know, yeah. they're staving off uh, a loss, I suppose.
1: Yeah, the only positive for Villa, and we said it on Tuesday, is they had an, another scoreless first half. So that's they have not let up a goal in the first half yet in the Premier that's League. That's a good season.
0: nugget, though, to to have.
1: Yeah, that's and that's big. That's keeping them in games and keeping them afloat in the table that other teams are not able to do.
0: And I did see this... Um, I think it was yesterday. Uh, Man United wants Johnny McGinn, and Villa's unwilling to uh, sell him this year at least.
1: Yeah, if I'm Villa, I, you got to hold on a little bit because if you sell off too quickly, these teams will find you're going to go right back down.
0: I would say there's a lot of young guys that could probably, maybe not this year, but next year, if they keep doing what they're doing. I'm surprised Jack Grealish hasn't moved to a bigger club. He used to be, I remember he was on Villa when they were up, and he was a little youngster. Yeah, and now it's like you know a couple of years later, and here he is again, still doing his thing. So I'm surprised he hasn't moved yet.
1: I would say give it a good year of this team, and if they continue to play well, somebody's going to come knocking, and he'll make the move most likely. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll stay with the the team that gave him his chance. And some guys end up doing it a little especially, loyalty, especially if they're going to stay up. If they yeah. stay up, then it gives these guys more of a reason to want to stay. If they start to struggle and start heading back down. At least they got some eyes on him, so. Yeah, maybe he does want to stay. Who's to say that he doesn't? True. All right. Um, what do we got?
0: Brighton, nice win for the Gulls. How about two nothing over Norwich, who's pretty much the canaries have disappeared into the mine shafts and haven't returned. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude, that thing's dead. Like, thing is, uh, <laughs> that, that poor canary it's not,
0: is it's not looking good for the Norwich side right now. No,
1: I tried to hype them in the beginning of the year. I picked them. You picked Blades. as the two that were going to stay up. And my uh, the legend of Pookie has kind of died. And I know. Yeah, they just can't seem to get anything done. They can't score. They're still banged up. They play kind of poor defense. Uh, Tim Krul is usually standing on his head. And, to even keep him in it. Yeah, he makes some great saves, but he's also letting up two to four goals a game right now because of how bad the defense is. And they're just – yeah, they're in bad shape. They've found their way right to the bottom. If I mean it- –
0: if you're going to pump shots on him, there's only so much he can do yeah. and so many saves he can make. Yeah. So,
1: and Brighton's rolling. And Brighton
0: looks good. I mean, yeah. for the most part, who would expect the Brighton to be in eighth place, you know, 11 games in the season? I would have said you're on some crazy shit if you told me that in the beginning of the season.
1: Oh, yeah, when we did the preseason show, you and I pretty much found no wrote reason them why off. they would be able to stay up. Yeah. yeah. We pretty much wrote them off, and then I remember they won, I think, their first week. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then I remember saying, oh, they gave us a big FU. Yep. And yeah, it was we- like, whoa, okay. And then they kind of fell off, and now they're back a little bit.
1: Yeah, they gave us two early fuck yous. There was, there was a I remember couple, that, yeah. couple of them. sard has been looking good. Um, Finally playing Aaron Conley, which has been a huge game changer for them. Yeah, That's, for sure. That changes the whole dynamic of that team, I think. Uh, pai has been playing well, so.
0: Yeah, he's a good pickup. Yeah.
1: What a nationality is he? He's French. Is he Malpai? Yeah, oh yeah. Nice. He is another one of these many, many solid French players that they could probably field two national teams and still beat most.
0: I'm surprised every country
1: in this because he's got to right be now.
0: like. There's got to be another. He's has another nationality. He's got to be half something. Oh, I'm sure. He doesn't look full French to me. No. I'm... He looks like Algerian or
1: something. He probably is. Um, he just. I'm plays. surprised
0: he just hasn't, because he's good enough to play for anybody but France. Yeah. Because he's never going to get a call up to the French team.
1: Now, let's see. Let's see if I could get this on him real quick. I'm going to pull this up. But, yeah. I... Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's not, he's never played for the French national team. Yeah, especially at a striker position like that, you're so buried. There's great guys
0: that don't get call-ups now. Lacazette, barely yeah, Lacazette gets
1: barely gets to taste the national team, and he's tough. That's yeah. like one place in
0: the French team that it doesn't matter where you are if you're scoring goals. It's
1: yeah, well, you're immediately buried behind Benzema and Griezmann. Yeah, like right there for at least another five years and they usually
0: don't take many strikers after like <laughs> yeah. maybe another one
1: yeah and then you got Mbappe on the right wing for the next 10 to 12 years so you're beat there if you're a right winger coming up for France
0: it's not good for the French <laughs> yeah as well as if you're Dutch because those teams are super duper young and France already winning a world cup with that team I mean sky's the limit with you know again I'm going down a crazy French
1: that's okay because I'm looking for euros yours is not far away dude yeah. Euros is like six months away. Yeah. Seven months away.
0: Before yeah, we're we getting sh-
1: into like the little Yeah. It's usually right it's in the next gym. summer, right? Yeah, it's usually right when I'm away at the shore. There's always a competition going on.
0: Euro twenty twenty, man. It's awesome. It's coming up.
1: Who's gonna be that team that makes their mark like Iceland did?
0: Yeah. That'll be a show probably sometime i would say maybe right when the prem ends i think that would be like perfect hell yeah like a second week of may or something like that you could just dive right into like a euro
1: yeah we'll have all the tables like and all 32 groups.
0: teams and shit
1: yeah that'd be awesome
0: fuck yes all right
1: yeah so back at it man <laughs> <laughs> these are good tangents though because they're, they're i feel yeah, like we're kind of rolling good content out of this
0: it's like we're going future. off on like national team, like. Yeah,
1: but yeah, but that's what this game's about. We can't just. It's hard to talk about these guys and not talk about everything that they do. Right. So, all right.
0: Because then you talk about one guy and you're like, "Well, he was French," <laughs> yeah. and then you go like, "Oh, the French team's pretty good," and then you're like, "Oh, Euros are coming up. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy." And his
1: mom's Turkish, maybe and his go mom's play Turkish. for Turkey.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, and then the World Cup is 2022. <laughs> yeah. it's just whoa. All right. So, Man City beat Southampton. Surprisingly, I know. <laughs> yeah, big two surprise. to one.
1: The surprise was the fact that Southampton led this game for yeah what seventy minutes as well.
0: You see a James Ward Prowse goal for
1: once. Yeah, somebody else He's other than Danny Ings scores I for them, which is great to see. But yeah. they, it was just glass half full, I guess. It was one of those um, just didn't do enough uh, to hold it, unfortunately.
0: And- and it's again one of those good teams are going to find ways to win. It doesn't matter who you're playing, if you're struggling, it's just, yeah, they're going to win. And Aguero scores, and you get somehow Kyle Walker scores the winner. Uh, he's not exactly one that puts the ball in the net all the time. No. So that was kind of a, a nice little surprise for city fans. And speaking of that, um, again, crazy going down, um, <laughs> uh, somewhat of a, a sidetrack here. You see, Kyle Walker had to play goalie in their Champions League game.
1: No, what um, against at Ed, Ed, Ed Ed- Atlanta?
0: Ederson had to get subbed off at halftime because he got hurt. So they put in Claudio Bravo, and then Claudio Bravo got a red card. Oh shit! So they didn't have any goalies left on the roster. So Kyle Walker had to play goalie for the last ten minutes.
1: And that's why they drew them. I'm assuming then. It was was
0: 1-1, but I don't know when – no, he didn't let up the goal. Yeah. But he had to (laughs) jump in there. I think he made a save or two. I'm not sure. I didn't see his stats, but Man City even had fun. They poked fun at themselves. And on the uh, Man City um, website on the roster breakdown, (laughs) they put Kyle Walker as one of the goalies. Nice. So I that's, just thought that was kind of funny.
1: That's awesome, yeah. yeah oh, so, yeah, 81st minute he got the red, so he – good good 10 solid minutes. Yeah,
0: it was funny there. seeing him in, like, the uh, goalie kit. Yeah, I'm actually
1: – pretty a, hilarious. I a picture of him up here on uh,
0: – He volunteered to do it, I guess. That's what Pep said. So, yeah, hey, so City, I guess, I mean, City's City. Yeah. They're going to keep going. They got a big old game against uh, Liverpool that we'll talk about in the second half of the show coming up on what is it is it saturday or sunday
1: uh that's sunday
0: sunday the main game i'm assuming
1: dude all the crazy thing is yeah it is the main game on sunday um all that work liverpool's done to get this nice big lead and everything that we talked about and how dominant they looked so early in the year yeah it's only six points going into this game and one hiccup and city's right in the mix again
0: I would say this is a huge game early. It's a six-point swing. Oh, yeah. Six-point game because if Liverpool wins, now all of a sudden you're up nine.
1: Yeah. And that would be a huge gap. And if you lose, it's only down to three. So it's a big game, man. Yeah. And a draw – I mean, really, a draw is good for Liverpool, not really for City. City needs a win –
0: Uh, yeah. So yeah, city.
1: We'll talk about that.
0: We will talk about that. Yeah. City. So they're just keep on rolling along, man. And I mean, I don't think it's a a surprise. And we were saying this on Tuesday that they might not be dominating, you know, like they did last year. And people are like, well, you know, is city, you know, on the decline, I wouldn't really say that, but
1: no, they had a few injuries and they made, I think they tried to figure, I don't, I don't know what they were figuring with the defense. Uh, I mean, I know they weren't expecting Laporte to go out for as long as he did. Yeah. Because he was playing really well. But they did let some guys go, and they lost company to basically not really retirement, but essentially retirement with where he's playing now and doing the player-coach thing. So, um, yeah, that's that was their big issue. And they're, you see they're throwing these midfielders into that spot, and Fernandinho does a good job there. The Absolutely. Rodri experiment was a little strange, but... They're gonna they're gonna keep finding a way, and I'm sure they'll add again at January.
0: I'm sure they're always spending money—that oil money, baby. Yeah, but yeah. So moving on down the uh, the list of games, uh, Sheffield with a great win over yes. Burnley, three nothing for the Bladesies. Yes, your your good old Blades. Just My Blades up to sixth place, man,
1: chopping up the competition.
0: <sighs> yeah, Johnny Lundstrom got the brace and john fleck some of the uh, your household names out there <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> their household names if you're in uh, sheffield yeah probably you live in sheffield yeah you, i mean probably got johnny lundstrom posters all over kids walls <laughs> you got the johnny lundstrom kit man i'm on the johnny lundstrom bandwagon he's a good player yeah i'm gonna hype him up to get moved on somewhere soon
0: maybe they so, probably want to keep him
1: ah uh, they'll, they'll take that money <laughs> If someone is if someone for whatever what he's worth if someone comes knocking and says we're gonna give you thirty million for John Lundstrom. I'd be like, sure. They're gonna take it. That's a lot for him. Uh, not the way these salaries are going. How old is he? He's he's not he's not old. Let's look him up. How I old? Don't know. How old are you, John?
0: Well Brian's looking that he's up. Two, yeah. Twenty five. Oh, that's not too bad. Nine. But still thirty million for him. That's deep. That's peanuts that's in this a lot league. Of, that's a lot for John Lundstrom. <laughs> Let's go maybe like 15 to 18 here. Yeah. So yeah, Sheffield just continues to impress, man. It's,
1: it's awesome.
0: And then on the other side, Burnley just looks a little bit lost right now.
1: Yeah, Burnley's in bad shape.
0: I don't really know what the hell's going on with them. They, you know, they started out decent. They had, you know, their, their stride maybe like a month, month and a half ago. But now recently, it's just once they got blown out by Chelsea, they kind of been on this little shitty run here
1: yeah they had a tough october just getting the one win against a bad everton team in that one nothing game right um and then i mean they did have to run into leicester and chelsea which are two hot teams right now um but then you figure maybe a little bit better performance and sheffield scores the most goals they've scored in a game this year to my knowledge of three I yeah don't remember three that's them. impressive yeah and burnley can't score that's been their problem as well. They've been uh, very light on the scoreboards.
0: Yeah, when Chris Wood is not playing,
1: yeah, they seems, seem to be, seems to be a struggle to, yeah. to find anybody else that wants to score for them. I mean, Jay Rodriguez has been decent for them this year. Yeah. Um, but he's the only other name that I could even think of um, when looking down at that roster. Yeah. Uh, about who's going to contribute or where it's coming from.
0: Yeah, I, I just—I don't know what to say. I mean, Burnley is—they'll do enough to stay up, but other than that, I—I could really not care less. But
1: because <laughs> I would hate to say that about them.
0: But yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I—I I don't see them as a team that's in fear of like going on a real bad skid and hitting the bottom because they have enough talent. Um, but yeah, they're—they're they're just a, an eh kind of team.
0: Uh-huh. yeah so i guess uh yeah good for the blades
1: yeah awesome for the blades
0: so i guess moving down um newcastle actually won a game and actually scored more than like one or none dude three two over west ham
1: absolutely amazing to see that
0: and now it's like west, well, Ham's west ham is struggling mightily i think this that's is their fifth straight loss or something like that. I
1: was going to say, that's an absolute understatement, I think.
0: Their October, you know, they didn't win in their last three Octobers. I think they're 09, <laughs> and now it's just continuing into November. Uh, they just look, they're leaking in goals. They are not scoring. They were lucky they got a late one from Snodgrass to even make it seem like they were in the game, but uh, they really weren't the whole game. No. And uh, Newcastle, it's like, whoa. I mean, you get a John Joe Selby beauty, and then you get, you know, Kieran Clark and Fernandez get on the score sheet, but you're still missing, you know. Or we said, uh, didn't you say Almarone got his first assist?
1: Almarone did finally get an assist, yes. woo so wee. He, he records his uh, first point. That's awesome. As, <laughs> as a member of Newcastle it only took him what a full calendar year basically
0: um yeah it's a uh, it's a struggle for that guy right now but you know what hey oh no good job for al marone
1: i take it back it wasn't even it was the hockey assist he didn't te- oh he no didn't even, they, it's technically not even recorded no sorry damn it sorry i forget that the hockey Damn assist it. is not Doesn't count a recorded stat in the game, so he is still 11 starts, no points. Oh, boo. This year, and let's see, last year, how many starts did he have? He had nine starts and zero. So through 20 Premier League starts, he has nothing nothing
0: nothing yikes yeah well yeah that's enough from that game i don't really know (laughs) what else to say
1: there's nothing else to say newcastle gotta win west ham is in major major trouble right now
0: sure are and who's their pellegrini yeah that's coach yeah he's probably uh on the hot seat here (laughs) gotta be if you keep losing they lose again six straight losses it's like dude
1: what the fuck yeah, there's, and there's teams that are behind them that are getting close. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's not good. Yeah. Not good.
0: All right, we move on. Chelsea, 2-1 win over Watford. And, you know, you see uh, we got Tammy on the score sheet. He had a beautiful goal. Oh, um, yeah, great probably. assist from Jorginho. Worldy of a pass.
1: Yeah, that was one of the best passes. Uh, definitely, probably the best pass of the Premier League this season, without a doubt.
0: And – I've said this a million times. It was like, you know what? Um, f- fucking Jorginho's playing out of his damn mind this season. Easily has been, besides Tammy, he's been their MVP hands down.
1: Yeah, mount early, first couple games. Right. Um, Jorginho all year, without a doubt. Even the other day in the Champions League comeback against Ajax, he was big responsibility for that. Right. Um, yeah, and he's, he's been playing really good. And it was a pretty easy two nothing win on the road for you guys. Uh, that or the goal late, it was a two one final, but that goal late was a uh De La Foyou penalty, um, mm-hmm. in the eightieth minute. So it made it maybe even look a little closer than it was, other than Ben Foster almost putting a yeah, header ben in Foster. it. Ben <laughs>
0: Foster you know, you see the goalies go up on the corners, you know, when it's, like, desperate times. And Benny gets his head on the ball, and Keppa has to make an insane save down to his left. Pretty he much literally the last play of the for game. for the win yeah. for the Blues. So it was like,
2: what the fuck?
0: Nice it- save. And they had to give each other daps. It was awesome.
2: Yeah. But- and
0: then you saw, you know, Mr. Pulisic, yes. our Captain America. Good old. America. Yeah. Scoring again. Yes. That's... um four and two games for the kid, which is insane. After everyone was talking shit, even myself was saying after the whole U.S. game when he got subbed off that, you know, what the hell's going on with him? He's, you know, he's crying. He's, uh, you know, what kind of a kid is he? Does he have the what it takes, and Frank Lampard continues to uh, play them, and it's paying off. And now we're seeing it's like, is this transfer ban on Chelsea, you know, actually a blessing in disguise? We talked about, I think, last week at saying it. Yeah, it is, and Especially, it's working, and is, you know, are coaches going to take look and take notice and be like, hey, is this kind of the new
1: style going forward for teams? I mean, why should... Because you're seeing it with Leicester, too. Why shouldn't it be the way to do it you know, mix a nice mix of some of these veterans in with your good young players. I saw Arsenal was starting to trend that way, and then I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're off and on with that. But I think that's kind of the way to go, because why should, why should these young players get to all these opportunities it seemed like for a long time? for the most part, over in the other leagues and then come over here into like the low to mid-20s and and have your career. Why can't you get these 17-, 19-year-olds in your rosters, give them an opportunity to play at the highest level? Because you might find something like Frank has. Right. It's been an absolute blessing in disguise in their case. And it was nice for them that they signed Pulisic right before this. Um. So they had that additional option there, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's pretty impressive.
0: Very impressive so far, and you know now we're we're seeing that Chelsea team. It's coming together. It's all coming together. Everyone's playing really well, and I think you know if Six scoring and you know getting assists, then you know sky's the limit for this team. But there's a team in front of them who's playing even better, yeah. which is our Leicester boys.
1: They are just on fire. On
0: fire, winning two nothing, and you see Jamie Vardy again, ten goals for him now. I think it's like seven in his last four, and you see Saint Chu, yeah, score the first one. And right now, it's just a team that's rolling. They can't do anything. So much wrong. confidence. Uh, you know, we talk about it all the time that we were saying, you know, is it going to be a huge loss? You know, when Harry Maguire left for United, and it really hasn't. No. They've just been rolling on. They have this Young's core of, you know, Telemans, Harvey Barnes. You know, you're in Diddy's. Madison. Madison's a great young player. Chilwell's. Everyone's really playing really well. Yeah. And when Jamie scoring and Iosey Perez, who is, could be um, transfer within the Premier League of the season so far, it's a mass, it's a, it's a recipe for success, and, and they're doing it.
1: They have one of my favorite late-game substitutes, too, when they have a lead in Alex Morgan. The mm. Jamaican Alex Morgan, the yeah, yeah. 35-year-old center back that's been around forever. Wes Morgan. Ever. Or Wes Morgan. Wes Morgan. Morgan? Yeah. Why did I want to say his name was – yeah, you're right, Wes Morgan. Wes Morgan. Um, and but, yeah, he is Jamaican. Yeah, he's been on that Jamaican national team uh, with Blake and Kamir Lawrence, and he's just been an absolute beast. He was on that championship team uh, that won a couple years ago for them and had a more pivotal role. And now he's kind of their like eighty to eighty fifth minute just defensive shutdown when they have these little two goal leads and
0: and that's been a lot yeah
1: and he's a good veteran leader so
0: it's awesome I, yeah the foxes are definitely uh, my second favorite uh,
2: <laughs> <shit>. oh <laughs> oh
0: oh oh man I don't know oh, all right third favorite team third
1: favorite fuck. So, I guess Southampton's just gone. Yeah. You've just ditched him. You've been replaced. You left him in the dust. Sorry. You left Ralph in the dust. That's mean.
0: I did leave Ralph Haasen here. You <laughs> told him the dust.
1: You, you upset Ralph.
0: My Austrian brethren.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think, uh, yeah, I guess, mm, yeah, Lester would be my third. I got to give the Blades my uh, my second love. Yeah. But, don't worry. I have the... Uh, I have the Leicester jersey on underneath. Nice. The Blades jersey.
1: Nice. Yeah, I would say right now, Leicester's definitely my number two with how many calls I've been getting from them. I know.
0: We've both been just, like, riding the... uh,
1: What does the fox say? Yeah. The foxes. They are just... You want to win some money, follow that team and follow our picks with that team because we seem to be pretty damn on point. So...
0: Yeah, and that's a good segue for our uh kind of our predictions. We'll sort of uh what was it? 7 to 5 this past week. Yeah. I had a nice uh, I hit the first one. Yeah, you hit the Bournemouth I hit the Bournemouth, the Bournemouth uh United game, then Brian hit the was it Leicester?
1: I hit the Leicester game. The Leicester
0: game of course.
1: Uh we split the
0: we split something and then I won the Liverpool the yeah, Something like that. No, the Arsenal. Arsenal. You arsenal. picked a draw, just a. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I got Sorry. the result. Yeah, but yeah. So I Brian is still beating me by two, and if you didn't see Instagram, or well, you should go check out our Instagram. Yeah. That kicking. If it, you didn't see at kicking it underscore it underscore stateside, <laughs> um, you could see our story, and we put up our predictions for this week, week twelve coming up, which you'll hear, which we'll hear in, in a little bit. Show. Yes. And you know, just a shameless plug to one of our sponsors on our A2D, um, ATS Sport Picks dot com. Yes, you can go there, and you can type in the promo code A2D, and you can get twenty percent off on your
1: uh, on your bets. Yeah, and then use some of our picks and win and yourself use our some pi- money.
0: Yeah. It's our new gambling corner. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, all right. The so, l- last game, last game uh, before we head to save, halftime.
1: Save the least for last.
0: The least for last. Our uh, shits of the shit. Our Everton, <laughs> oh. Toffees, tie, draw, um, the lovely Spurs 1-1.
1: I mean, as an Arsenal fan, to see the Spurs tie or lose is always a good sign. So, I was hoping the Toffees could pull it out. Um, after Sonny's red card, and grabbed two to to win it, but unfortunately they were only able to grab the one super late in all that extra time. Uh, while our man Gomez, unfortunately, uh, it's injury again. Just talk about it again real quick. Uh, Andre Gomez almost losing his leg on the field. Essentially, they added 12 minutes of stoppage time to the game. So in the 97th minute, uh, Tucson. Got the uh, got the goal to get the to get it level, and uh, that's where that's where it was. They both are just two teams not playing to the level they should be. Although Tottenham did have a pretty good uh, Champions League game yesterday. Yeah, give them credit for that. Although they they...
0: play Red Star. Yeah, I mean. Take it for what it's worth, I guess, with that, with a grain of salt.
1: Exactly. Let them get a big head after beating Red Star and then come back and do nothing again this week. So I'm That's okay what happens. That. Exactly. But, yeah. Not I, much to say in this thing.
0: It's kind of uh the game was – the first half was kind of lackluster. Second half was pretty decent, and then it was just overshadowed um, from the Andre Gomez injury, kind of put everything to a halt. Yeah, and then they had 12 minutes of stoppage time, which Tosin scored in the 97th minute, I want to say. Yes,
1: that is correct.
0: So it was kind of a crazy finish. Um, it was. For good and bad reasons. So Yeah. But both teams are just...
1: Both teams are just in bad... Just kind of whatever. I mean, Bad shape. Spurs are outside the top 10 uh, at this juncture. The latest it's been in many years now. Um for them to be this far down the table. And Everton is literally the first team out of the bottom three. Like they are sitting in 17th right now, the worst of the 11 pointers in the league. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't love Marco Silva at all. I'm just kind of. I wanted them to win because I, not that I'm a fan at all. Everybody knows who I'm a fan of. But I just saw what I thought the writing on the table was with all the talent that they added, all the talent they had returning. That this was a team that, for no reason, shouldn't be a top ten, top six. I even was going out on a limb to say top four, because they're and they've just completely underwhelmed me. And to me, it's all on Silva. And as far as Pochettino goes, he just sucks too. And He's lost that team completely, I think. And Erickson, even though he scored in Champions League, looks disinterested. He's ready to leave in January.
0: Yeah, he's got one foot out the door.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think both these coaches are still in serious, serious danger of their jobs. One more real bad Premier League week for either one of them, and it could be the end. Yeah, we could see uh, bye-bye to uh,
0: both of them very soon. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the uh that's the rundown for week uh, number 11. Um again, kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty wild week. So, like we always say, I mean, I mean this league is just unpredictable. At this point in the season, you just never really know what's going to go down and you know, on the other side of this halftime, we'll talk a little more about the uh, the Week 12 fixtures, and we'll give some predictions, and we'll talk a little MLS, too. Yes. So, please stay tuned. We'll be back. We'll be back. I'm waiting for
2: I'm you, waiting for I know you I, leave I still adore I'm you. Me.
0: up everybody we are back second half of kicking it stateside episode 15
1: all right
0: episode 15 yeah we're rocking and rolling that's i can't believe it already it's been uh and that's not even 15
1: and that's not counting the ones that we've done on a2 that's true so it's really like or yeah. the two that we never put out yeah so it's really like it's amazing. The two-hour preview show, or two and a half hour. <laughs> the two and a half show. hour preview show with a couple <laughs> of guys that didn't really know what we were doing, we're other just than in there just spewing just talking, at the mouth, just talking. But
0: actually, actually I really want to get uh, Greg on.
1: Dude, we got to get Greg on,
0: like uh, next couple weeks, and just have him sit in and just have yeah, another
1: guy and just bullshit with BS, us and yeah. talk, and maybe he ends up becoming part of the show. We. We actually had that as a, in the works months ago, that, that that could be a possibility. Maybe like
0: a monthly guest or every other week or something. Yeah,
1: whatever capacity he's interested in and we're interested in bringing him on, and we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how the chemistry works because, I mean, you and I obviously have this thing down, man. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it's we could like, bring a nice piece in, we just don't want to disrupt what we're doing either. But I think, yeah. I think he'd work well with us.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I guess it's whatever he would be able to come in. Also, that guest that I keep
1: saying that you should t- say, yes, have him call in. Yes. We will have that within the next by before in this next month he will be a guest on one of our shows.
0: Cuz that'd be sweet cuz I want to get more guests on. I feel like
1: we should start hitting it up. Yeah, I don't know where to go or I want to maybe try and get some interviews too and we can try and I know some of these college kids we got to be dicey with, but once the season is over, and I'll couple say once weeks... the
0: season's over, I'm sure their availability. Plus, if there's any like issue with that whole thing, I'm sure that is nothing for like yeah,
1: no, I don't Bartel or somebody like that. No, I don't think it's an issue at all because, I mean, they get interviewed for the papers, and I mean, these kids get interviewed all the time. It's not like there's any financials or anything being exchanged. We just want to bring know, them on. and
0: fucking ask Fritzy what we should do. Like, what's the best way to, like, approach it? Yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah. I'm, maybe I'll ask Diaz to see what yeah. he has to say because he's, he's right up in the mix there. He knows. What's he, the right way to go about that, I guess? Yeah, he could probably help us out. We might do. We might even be able to get uh, Kev on. Kevin Casey. Yeah, or at least get a nice, like, interview from him that we could record and play on one of the shows or something.
0: If we take, like, some recording equipment somehow to the field. Dude, we got a phone. Yeah, or call in. He's a teacher, though.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying just to record it. You can record audio on your phone now. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying he's a
0: teacher. I don't know what, what, like, hours would work for him.
1: Yeah, well, winter break's coming, too. That's and true. There's a lot of, there would be a lot of options, or we could just do an interview right there, record it on our phone, and then just play it on the next show that we do or something. But
0: I'm saying, like, the options are endless, and there's a lot of just letting all the uh, listeners know, we have we have some decent, like, connections at Penn and the guy that I want to keep a secret yeah. um, that you know that would be pretty cool, and... Just go up from there. I know we're just like, we keep, we don't have the resources and like not yet the claim to fame to get some of these even like C list guys, but still, no. Kevin but... Casey, if people don't know, he is the PA announcer for the Philadelphia Union. He's been I think since the start. Um, he also does um, where Brian and I have been interning at University of Penn. He does their soccer games, men and I think just
1: men No, he does both he'll does both men and women. Yeah, as long as he's available, sometimes he's not, he'll do one right or they'll have the filling guy, but mostly he's there.
0: So I think that would be pretty awesome to get. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, just he'd be a great guy. Anybody that's been
1: around the sport that could discuss, you know, and he's an Everton fan, so there's another perspective and talk
0: to him about that a little bit. Yeah and all that good shit. But yeah, I think that would be sweet. Yeah, Kevin Casey and a lot of union fans I know that would probably really appreciate that and maybe get, you know, reach out to, you know, somebody sees like, hey, kicking it stateside, they're interviewing uh, the union something and people just put union and they're like, oh shit. That's all it takes. Because one day I want to get a union actual player on. Yeah. Like a Mark, uh, like a McKenzie or even like a young Aronson, Aronson, like a young guy.
1: You gotta find one of these young kids that's willing to do it. Like Allie, that was we were hoping to that get was in a, touch with That was Allie. a tough one, but it could still
0: happen. We tried to do that.
1: We're, we're gonna keep back on that once this season starts, because um, now we'll be doing this show from day one of this next MLS season. Yep, which will be pretty awesome. We were able to be here for day one of the Premier League. And now we'll be rolling into a new MLS, and yes, there'll be a lot of opportunities there. So,
0: Yeah, sorry, I just wanted to uh, let everybody know that we're trying. We're, we're coming up with ideas, we're brainstorming all the time about who we can get on, and you know, we're just trying to make this thing, I know we have a great start so far, but we're just trying to think of different ways to even stand out. that's why i'm trying to it
1: takes time to build this legitimacy in anything that you're doing yeah
0: and again i was thinking of this i think yesterday just to myself i'm like we were two guys that literally didn't know each other four months ago yeah and we just started shooting the shit, and now we've come to this point and we're just trying we're just going up from here this
1: is literally like the birth, like, yeah. And like, we haven't started shit yet from what, from where we've come to now is ridiculous. And I feel like the level we're going to get to and be able to go to is only going to get better because we're going to get better at this. Um, more doors are going to start to open up. We will be able to get those guests on and get those interviews and get some credibility. Um, the more we keep picking these games as well as we have, I mean that's got to be some instant credibility right there, and uh, yeah, just keep on rolling, bro.
0: Yeah, that's what we're doing. We've been grinding it out for the last four months, and we're not going to stop. And uh, never going to stop. <laughs> and there's fun surprises in store for Brian too that I'm not going to tell him until that time comes. Oh, thanks. And 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 our new segment too. That's what I wanted to say. Yes, I've come up with the topic. But again, I'm going to wait and reveal that.
1: All right. So.
0: All right. Let's go into uh, MLS. Where are we go? Sorry. We MLS? Were, we went crazy there. But all right. Yeah. No, we needed go. that. We needed to get all that out. So, okay. think People want to know us on a personal and just what we're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, yeah. MLS, we have reached the, uh, I guess, the pinnacle of the MLS. We're here. The final is uh, Sunday. Yes. Three o'clock, ABC. We have Toronto FC out of the East and the Seattle Sounders out of the West. Um, The Sounders will be hosting the the game in front of, I believe, 69,000. They sold it out. And if people, all the listeners out there that don't know, the Seattle Sounders play at the Seattle Seahawks NFL Stadium. CenturyLink. CenturyLink Field, so they can fill, again, close to 70,000 people and they will and they intend to do that apparently for this final. So
1: yeah, most of the regular season, you said what they usually cut off that one area. They usually, it's usually about 30 to 40 though, even for a regular season game, they cut
0: off the top tier and let like the bottom bowl, which is still 25, 30,000 people, which is a shit ton. But yeah, they're going to open it all up. Uh, it's sold out in a day. I think they said, so it should be pretty awesome atmosphere. I, I, if I had, the time and the money, I would go out there for the hell of it, just to experience yeah. it. Or if somehow we get big one day, to just be like, "Yeah, we're going." Credential, like, let's go on
1: the field and right interview people. But or Tom, you know, one A two D wants to pay our way out there for publicity, <laughs> yeah. or you know,
0: or someday we get a job with the MLS and take over for Kalen Carr and those guys. Well, honestly, <laughs> it's just
1: a matter of time. That we're taking somebody's job in this field because I think our show is really good and I think we got a lot to offer. And uh, I think sooner or later we're going to get that recognition if we keep rolling the way we do. So, yeah.
0: I have a lot to offer. At least that's what my mom tells
1: me. I'm glad your mom tells you that. (laughs) The girls don't
0: say that, but my mother does. Yeah. But, yeah, so I guess we can just break down a little bit of maybe go by, like, not – Position by position, all eleven. Just maybe goalie, defense, midfield, forwards. Who you think has, I guess, the upper hand uh, in each? Yeah,
1: if you want category
0: do that. and just kind of go that way into depth. Um, again, we don't have to go position by position, pretty much, because people, I'm sure, are could care too much about, you know.
1: Yeah, I guess unless you're a the fan Sounders
0: of... or Toronto. But um
1: maybe it's an opportunity. I guess. It's an opportunity for the casual fan to watch a game for a championship. And that's really what it comes down to. Sometimes that's all it takes sometimes. Like if this game is as advertised I think it's gonna be, this is really awesome for a casual fan to tune in to build some excitement and maybe either choose one of these two teams if they don't have one by the when it's all said and done or it'll give them the opportunity to start looking for a team.
0: Right on. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: I guess we'll start
0: with uh, the goalie situation. I know um, Stephen Fry, the Seattle goalie, has been there forever. Yeah. He's an experienced guy. Uh, It seems like every big game that, you know, Seattle has been in over the past, he's got to be their keeper for like the past five seasons, maybe more um he's got
1: a title under his belt
0: so he knows what it takes to win and it seems like when they need him to be called upon he shows up and toronto has a young goalie i think he was in the u20 system for the u.s uh quinnberg or something like that yeah um who's been playing well but i don't think just the experience in these sports it that's just so huge so I would definitely have to give my nod to um Seattle.
1: Especially in that. The closer or later this game goes, an experienced goaltender really exactly makes a difference sometimes.
0: Especially if it goes into, you know, extra time More or PKs. PKs. Yeah. That's big because Fry's
1: actually had some big PK saves in his career, so Yeah. That
0: could really be so yeah, I definitely give the my advantage to the Seattle goalie uh keeper stefan fry Um, as far as defense goes i had a a nice little stat um have if people have you know followed the u.s national team over the past 10 8 years something like that you know omar gonzalez um he was he's been bounced around the mls he was in mexico for a little bit now he's back on toronto and Toronto has only lost one time in the 14 games that Omar Gonzalez has started.
1: That's a nice stat there.
0: And he's been kind of banged up, and we'll see if he goes. Um, again, we can talk about this when we get to the attackers, but you saw Josie Altador. seems like he's going to be a long shot to play. Yeah, I don't think he's playing. He's got like a 20% chance to play. Yeah. Um,
1: I think Gonzalez is more important, especially here in that stat.
0: Yeah. because I they, mean, you need, again, back line with kind of a younger goalie, inexperienced goalie. You need that guy in the middle to kind of direct the field. Yeah, definitely. And who's been in big
1: games and who's been in World Cups before. With the addition of him and Michael Bradley. Yes. Like, that's a nice combo for good that's defensive saying. leadership.
0: You know, we'll talk about the prediction, but, I, you know, Toronto – you can't sleep on them. No. It doesn't matter if they're playing in front of 69,000 or 169,000
1: or two. It They're going to come out and play. That's kind of why I – well, yeah, I was going to say that's why I picked them at the beginning when we did the uh, playoff preview show. Yeah. As would-not-surprise-me team that came out of the to, East, and sure enough.
0: Two kind of – Toronto is definitely our dark horse, and look at what's
1: happened. Yeah. Well, hot at the right time, good veteran leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretty well-coached, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I would say Seattle, you know, with Kim, uh, a pretty, you know, an experienced guy back there. Um, Roman Torres, he hasn't been starting that much uh, as he has in past years, but I would definitely have to go with, I think, Toronto with defense, especially with that stat I gave out previously. Um, As far as midfield goes, I would say that the midfield with Michael Bradley, Jonathan Osorio, and Marky Delgado, the U.S. international probably has a slight advantage over the Seattle midfield with Christian Roldan and I forget the other guy, but I think the attack for Seattle is more potent than Toronto, especially if Josie doesn't play. Um, Jordan Morris, Ladero, and Raul Ruiz Diaz, I think it doesn't matter if if it's just Pozuelo like we talked about on Tuesday. Yeah. Um again, I'm he's a, a great big player. Pozuelo guy. Pozuelo's great. Yeah. He he's killed it this season and he scored the game winning PK against NYCFC. Yeah. But so L- it's Lodero's
1: like... been good though. Lodero's been very good in oh, yeah. the playoffs.
0: Um, Nico's been awesome. Yeah.
1: And he can play that like center attacking midfield spot along with, you know. Put him there, feeding Rui Diaz. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they're they just Seattle's on. Seattle's hot. I mean, they're they're, they're both hot. Somebody posted the other day um, on Twitter. I guess it was yesterday, um, or no, it was Facebook. This MLS group that I follow now. Yeah, and they asked, like, is it? They're a Seattle fan, and they wanted to know perspective from other fans that aren't Seattle fans. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Like, are, are they just like a bad or like? a team that no one talks about because of LAFC and all that. And I pretty much said, like, damn, dude, like, your team's really good, but I still think you're going to lose.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's definitely going to be – it's going to be close. It's going to
1: be a – I think it's going to be an awesome game. It's going to be one of the best games we've seen all year. I hope i hope it lives up to that because when I saw it, how it actually played out, if you go back and look at all the teams that were in the playoffs for both sides, this has the potential as a really good final. Yeah compared to what it could have been. It could have been like one team that was way more dominant. Like if LAFC, I hate to say, made the final against like Red Bull or even the Union, like more than likely at home, the way that team was, it would have been like a anticlimactic like four one, four two final. Right. To where I think this game's gonna go back and forth, maybe a late game winner, a lot of excitement. So we'll see. I I hope I mean it's Should
0: be a good game. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, what up? FIFA or Fortnite?
1: What's up, bro? Yeah, yo, what's up, man? And yo, 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 Richard on Facebook Live saying hello. Yo, Richie. What's up, bro? What's up? Where is everybody? Where Did everybody jump on Twitch? Everybody jumped. Everybody jumped from Facebook Live to Twitch? Are they actually listening? I guess so. Twitch.tv, kicking it stateside. Yes, sir. You know
0: it. I got a, which one is this?
1: You can watch my FIFA streams later. (laughs)
0: <laughs> What's up man? Do, do,
1: do, do. What's up, yo? What's up FIFA or Fortnite? So,
0: yeah, any predictions I guess we can Yeah, we we hit did a little that. bit
1: on the Tuesday show. Um I think we are kind of a split bill as far as the show goes on on this. Um Yeah. I think Seattle's really good and I think Seattle could absolutely win this game, but I'm going to stick with Toronto because when Again, when the playoff seating came out, and as hot as they were going into the playoffs, I did kind of say that I think they were a team that could do it, and they are doing it right now, and I have them, I think, what was my 3-2 uh, Toronto victory? I think so. Is what I said. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I know I picked Toronto, and I'm pretty sure I went with 3 I don't remember because, what Because, yeah, because you went first, was. you picked 3-2 Seattle. I did. And then I said I'm basically taking the exact same score just oh, flipped, flipped the other way. Flipped, yes. flipped, So That's yeah. not true! Yes, it is. It is true, damn it.
0: Shh. It is true. Who's that guy over there? 3-2. Three, 3-2 two. Three, two, Toronto, and I say 3-2 Seattle. Just flipped around. Yeah. Because I, uh, the home field advantage and I think some of the experience definitely with a goalie
1: in these big games is going to be huge. It is. It is. So yeah. But this hey, this could be this could be Michael Bradley's last game. Yeah. And honestly it should be Michael Bradley's last game. I he's getting up there. It. It's time,
0: dude. I think he could still run it back for a couple years maybe. He's like
1: 33, say, He's got to be pushing 40. He's got to be 30. Eh, he's he's mid- got to be about 35. Maybe not that He was maybe. a young buck when he came in. I guess so, but he's been his appearance a just looks like he's time. like 40. Well, he does, yeah. With the bald head. Yeah, I guess he maybe looks older than he is. Little baby back. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, look again. Watch the game. Three, yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. Three
0: o'clock. Three o'clock Sunday. If you have nothing to watch because the Eagles have a bye, watch this game.
1: Even if you had something to watch, watch this game. It's going to be better than whatever you were going to watch, to be honest with you. Well,
0: yeah, I guess.
1: What, watch an average Eagles team or a championship? Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa. A championship. Whoa! Watch two teams
1: actually playing for a championship or a team that won't be playing for a championship. Watch it.
0: Watch it. Don't even say that.
1: All right. I'm saying it.
0: Um, shall we talk about the hot topics quick before we? uh, Yeah, we got to do into the prem,
1: do the hot topics, and we can do. Why don't we do the hot topics? Why don't we do your segment? Then we'll close out with the prem. So that way, anybody who wants to chime in on the segment can do so while we're going down the prem. Such as our FIFA Fortnite fan on Twitch, anybody on. Here, there. So you want
0: my, the segment first?
1: Well, we could do... Yeah. You could do Our, it just, just before we go into the prem. That's all. You could do it in any order you want. I'm just saying that gives us time to discuss the segment and let the viewers discuss the segment. It's up to you.
0: I mean, we could do it now before we hit Hot Topic.
1: No, do Hot Topics first. Oh, Hot topic first. Okay. And uh, then the segment. Then okay. then the prem. I like that. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> but yeah... Um, I guess the big headline uh, this past weekend was the whole Mario Balotelli thing. Um, if you guys don't know, um, I guess the back story was that uh, Mario Balotelli, if you honest, if you guys don't remember who he actually is, he was the one that scored the big goal in the World Cup. Was it 2010, right? Yeah. For Italy. And he took off his shirt, and he looked like he was a Greek god, and he had like a 10-pack. With the blonde mohawk. And everybody and... had that probably picture still in their mind of him flexing with his shirt off. That's him. So he plays in Italy now for Brescia. Um, I think he's from there, actually. And they're playing Hellas Verona in the Italian League on the road. And you see him. The game's going on. You see him dribbling towards, like, the corner flag. He's got the ball. And all of a sudden, you just see him pick it up and kick
1: it into the stands. I was going to say, it's, we don't have all that audio, do we? I don't think. Damn. I was going to see if we could get it because the announcer did a really good job of, like, breaking that down. But, yeah, after he punts it into the stands, he basically storms off behind the net and everybody thinks he just did that, and then they're trying to figure out what to do, and is it going to be a card? Is it because technically it's a handball because the ball was still technically on the pitch. It hadn't gone out of bounds yet. Was it in the box? Was it not in the box? The ref's panicking. He doesn't know what to do because he lost control of the game. The other team's coming over and giving him a hug and trying to console him. He wants nothing to do with anybody. And uh, it was just – it was quite the sight and – I'm I'm really proud of him for finally just saying you know what enough is enough. Everybody can hear it in there. If you look at both rosters, he is one of very few African American players on both rosters. So anything that was being directed and said was clearly going at one person. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and um, yeah, he just he was done with it and did what I you know I give him a lot of credit. Yeah, was, absolutely. I mean. To
0: still have this happen, though, it's just incredible because we saw it last year with Moses Keen. Um He was an African-American playing in um, Turin for Juventus, and his own fans were chanting stuff and throwing, like, bananas at him during the game,
1: and it was just... Yeah. It's just sad. Obama Yang's had to deal with the banana thing over the yeah, years. Yeah, it's
0: just... And, uh, and I guess... You know, they didn't do anything really after the match, the uh, Hellas Verona, the club itself. But the next day, I guess they were kind of forced or they would have got some serious um, shtick from it. So yeah. the the Ultra, which is, if people don't know, in layman's term, it's like the biggest supporters group for said club. The lead Ultra was... Um, banned from their games for eleven years. Yeah. So as um discipline, I guess you could say, for, you know, basically saying that hey, you're not even Italian. And probably other things that you can't really repeat. And I see Baltelli spoke on it, I guess, today. And he said that the problem is that I am Italian. Right. That's the whole issue. <laughs> yeah. But the man was born in Brescia, in Italy But some Italians just they see color, and it's just like yeah, they're still they're still not Italian that that we were,
1: you know. Some I guess some people still here are. And what Um, did
0: uh, Maurizio Sarri, the Juventus coach, say today? He was like, "It's a shame that racism is still a thing in 2019." Yeah, he's like. The only race I see is the human race, basically, mm-hmm. which I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm like, that's should ha- that's <laughs> like how it should be. But you still see this shit happening, you know, Italy especially, but it happens everywhere. Yeah, unfortunately. In Europe.
1: It does. I mean, it happens in this country. It just doesn't seem to happen in the sporting events. Yeah. Like, you don't hear those things going on during a game. I think we would police each other enough that that wouldn't happen. Oh, yeah. Where in these other countries, it just doesn't happen. Those those supporter groups outcry everybody, and no one's willing to step up and say anything. So, unfortunate, right. fortunately, uh Balotelli did.
2: Yeah. It's, uh... And it's
1: now brought it to a national stage, and hopefully this will deter other supporter groups from doing the same once they see what these penalties are going to be.
0: Yeah, it's just... Something has to be done, and I know a lot of clubs around the world are, you know, have shirts and are standing up for it, and you know, other players, African American players are uh, backing. Yeah, I, want, and I stuff, want one of those but... shirts. Oh yeah, those
1: shirts are cool. I'm gonna order one.
0: Agreed. So yeah, it's kind of a negative thing that's in this beautiful game, and that we just don't need it. At all?
1: No, but we were required. To, we need to talk about it because you can't just let things like that go and not bring it up. So yeah,
0: but yeah, again, like Brian said, we just kind of had to touch on it because it was such a big issue. Yes, this weekend and it's continued to be. So all right, um, I'm trying to see anything else. Obviously, we didn't really say it, but that um, the Human Son challenge on uh, uh, Gomez. Yeah, The ankle breaker, the red card that he received was rescinded.
1: Yeah, so he will be available to play. He'll be their, available. In their games, it was more of a red card that had to have been handed out at that moment just because of how crazy things were and how bad the injury was. Son probably couldn't have continued that game regardless. He was so distraught. Right. So once they went back and reviewed it, it was a bad challenge, but it wasn't a red card challenge. Not not a three-game suspension red card challenge, so he will be available
0: this week. Yes, indeedy. Um I guess kind of touching a little bit before we go into um our hierarchy segment um just a little uh national team news both men and women uh they did announce the preliminary squad for the upcoming um whatever CONCACAF Nations thingy that's that we play Back Canada yes. and Cuba which will be not this weekend, but at some point the following week. Okay. We'll play two because then we're going to get into international break. Again, yeah. Again, in, not this weekend, but next weekend. So Pulisic was added, I saw. Good. Um, just another couple. John Brooks is back.
2: Mm. I, I mean, think
0: he's the best center back we have. He He is. I mean, Aaron Long's been great in his little – Absence because John Brooks has been hurt, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you pair... John
0: Brooks, a, a a World Cup, like, vet, and he scored big goals for us.
1: Yeah, he's just getting a little long in the tooth, but if he's healthy, I love having him there.
2: Yeah, he's and I still think,
1: young. I think him and Long combined would be a nice combo with Dest or... Midland. Yeah, he got
0: called. Yeah, Obviously, Stefan. Um, well, my boys, Mark McKenzie and Aronson, and this is just... Um, this is just preliminary, yeah he they're gonna get cut from it, most likely, but um Jeremy I would, I would be giving
1: Aaronson some time honestly if I was he's got to get in the weight room this off season that's the only thing that he does he <laughs> we noticed that wrong that, with him in that red Bull game he was getting pushed around a little bit yeah
0: he's getting bitched around a little bit um Jeremy Abobasi from Portland is a new guy, okay that gets called in. Um Alfredo Morales from Fortuna. Who else? Reggie Cannon. Chase Gasper, defender from Minnesota United getting a call up. Nice. Um usuals Yedlin, Lovitz, Reem, Aaron Long. Uh Nick Lima back in from the Earthquakes. Uh Walker Zimmerman from LAFC. Usual guy McKinney. Uh, Will Trapps, dumbass, is still there. Jackson Ewell, young guy. Um, forwards, Ariola, Corey Baird from Salt Lake. Tyler Boyd, the new uh, Kiwi that just switched to us. Uh, Pooley, Josh Sargent, and Zardes is dumbass, too. Kind of round out our roster coming up. Awesome. So, yeah. But we'll get into that more uh, next week when we talk more about this lovely squad and because you know we don't forget about the women and we want our women to listen to this show because well let's
1: face it in this country there are better players
0: (laughs) a woman has come up to me and said you guys sound like you don't ever talk about the u.s women's team
1: no the problem was we started this show
0: and that's unfair to say because i think we've spent some time talking about them especially World Cup time too.
1: Yeah, well the show we, we the show wasn't even developed till after the World Cup was over. Yeah. The first thing we ever even did as like you and I, we did a quick little thing in the class one time talking right after about equal pay. It was right. literally after yep. the women won. So we we really haven't to be fair, we have not had that opportunity.
0: <sighs> That's what I said.
1: Yes. So.
0: And I'm like, "Whoa." Yeah. Don't say that because this show is for everyone. It's for men and women. I'll
1: start breaking down the Arsenal women's team if you really, you know, like I could do it. It's just people don't <laughs> usually watch and
0: our demographic is Exactly. Americans at this point. But But yeah, you so know what? They have a friendly tonight. Awesome. Um the US team against uh Sweden.
1: And that should be televised.
0: Should be yeah. and we see the new um US women's coach.
1: Yeah, making Get his
0: first uh
1: making his debut
0: go round.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that's cool.
1: That's exciting.
0: What else uh I forget his name. He has a kind of a crazy name.
1: I'm looking forward here.
0: We did mention it, I think, on last show because he just got hired literally like a week or two.
1: Where's this game at? Columbus. Ooh, nice. Yes. Seven thirty ESPN does not have a TV listing, which means to tell me it's probably on like FS1 or something because they'll never advertise for anybody else other than themselves. Of course not. So, but it should, I would think they would, there would find a way to get this on television in this country somewhere.
0: Yes, because they are better than the men's team. So they should get all the, uh, the play and the recognition that they deserve yeah and man.
1: and sweden is one of the top four uh, women's teams in the world so should be. i think our
0: former coach is there Pia Suhagen.
1: oh nice i think nice.
0: i could be wrong or she was i don't know if she stepped down but yeah know. she was our coach before uh jill ellis and jill ellis just stepped down
1: yes good old jill
0: good old jill lover um i guess we can get to our hierarchy um, again, good luck to the U.S. women's team tonight. Absolutely. Um, yeah, hierarchy, Are we? if you're new, I guess, and you're just listening to this for the first time, uh, this week, we started a new segment last week on kind of a hierarchy, like a, a top three of a certain topic that we're going to switch up. Last week, it was the top three, um, maybe candy you would like to see, or... Is maybe popular getting or that you get during trick or treat
1: yes, what your favorite one was?
0: so I figured this week um that we could stick with kind of the food kind of topic and okay. go with your maybe top three or maybe the most like popular um pizza toppings,
1: okay, hmm, my top three, yeah. I would say, I'm going to. Last time I went one first, two, three. I'm going to go the opposite this time and build my way up to one. Sure. So I would say three for me would be meatball. Mm -hmm. Two for me would be just the addition of extra cheese because who doesn't love extra cheese? Layered up. And number one for me, I have to do as a combo. Okay. Because I like them, they have to be together, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna plug um, another place that I'm hoping to maybe get a sponsorship from hey. in Robbinsville, D. Lorenzo's, good old Chambersburg original, uh, Trenton style pizza that has been around forever. It's the best pizza you can get. They are in Robbinsville, New Jersey, and they do a pie with roasted red pepper and sausage. That is unreal. Their sausage is, like, real chunk. Like, they put the sausage on the pizza raw and let it cook while the pizza's cooking. Ooh. So, you can tell it's just all, all that flavor is in there. And that combo together for me at that place is just there's second to none with a nice cold birch beer. That... I'm going to have to make a trip. <laughs> I'm broke, talking as about, fuck, but I'm going to have to make a trip. Talking about
0: food got you all going. Yeah,
1: here. man. So, yeah, that is my uh, that is my hierarchy.
0: That's pretty sweet. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I'm going to start at the maybe three and work my way up, I probably have to say I'm going to go like a style. I'm going to say like buffalo chicken as like three. Okay. That's always a classic. I think a lot of people could agree on that, right? Yeah. Twitch actually. people.
1: I could I could throw that you in. You get down with there that There too, hell yeah, um, with some bacon too.
0: I would say now most popular. I know a lot of people like mushrooms for some reason on pizza. Um, I'm not like a huge fan, but like my best friend, he loves mushrooms and pepperoni combo, and I'm just like maybe if you've grown up, grown up with that and you just it's yeah, that's just what stuck. you get used to, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, second. I mean, if we're going, I mean, I do love, like, pulled pork on it. That's a nice. Like a nice BBQ, like.
1: So you're all in that specialty pies.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, obviously, number one's
1: pep. Straight pep. You got to go. Now, do you like the big, flat, round peps? Do you like those, like, thicker little peps that curl up? Oh, man, it depends. Yeah. I do. (laughs) um,
0: Fuck. There's a place um, in Yardley that has that style like the little peps and they curl up and it's so good i love them place in
1: princeton that has that too that i go to a lot
0: i don't know that's a good that's actually a good debate <laughs> yeah. for uh i'm actually going to throw that out there now the later. place that
1: i mentioned de lorenzo's has bigger ones that curl up because oh wow like i said they cook the that's sausage a of, that's fresh. a lot of meat yeah like they'll take a big thick pepperoni log and slice it up and use that as your pe- your pepperoni on your pizza Boy, have you lost your mind, because I'll help you find it. Oh, yeah, D. Lorenzo's will help you find it.
0: Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of like the uh, little guys that curl up. Yeah.
1: especially if they put a lot of them on, and you oh. get, like, one in each bite. Oh, oh, man. I'm going for pizza after this. I was just to say, God damn. <laughs>
0: like, I'm a freaking pizza nut. Like, yeah. I, could, I have to have it once a week. I, I could know. eat pizza every day. That asks me, but holy shit. Hell, yeah. But, yeah,
1: I think... Uh, So, anybody listening, um, if you're listening on Twitch, throw your answers up on there to what you feel your hierarchy is. And if you're listening to this recorded on iTunes or Spotify, I'll make sure I put the question up on Twitter. And if you want to throw it up on the IG, and that could be answered all week from the time this show goes to the next show. And then maybe we'll get, you know, we'll be able to throw some people's answers up there and make this a weekly thing because I like this.
0: I was gonna say I, it's it's fun and be yeah, brings some real
1: life to the show a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to getting to know
2: you. Yeah,
1: getting, <laughs> <laughs> getting to
2: know you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh
0: man, but yeah, it's uh, I felt like we should just stick with the pizza thing because you know, talking about food is you know. Yeah. What most people just love to do. Well, I know
1: we discuss in a few weeks, definitely we'll have a Thanksgiving uh, side dish hierarchy or something oh, yeah. along those lines. Oh, up. yeah. So That
0: week is going to be fun because that's when all the surprises come in.
1: Yes. Now, the biggest question is well, we'll have to worry about that when we get there. But are we going to do it the day before Thanksgiving? Oh, shit. Or we might the have day to do it after Thanksgiving. Um, oh, all depends on your travel plans. I know what mine are, nothing, so I don't know what you do, but we'll figure it all out.
0: I don't even know. I feel like it's never, it's either one is kind of shitty for me <laughs> traveling because both are busy travel days. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I'll have to think about that one.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it
0: out. We'll do a
1: I, Saturday show that week. Whoa. That'd be kind of interesting.
0: I was going to say, yeah, eh, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. say yeah. there won't be any more. <laughs> I guess Penn football will be done by then, so oh maybe because I think the last game is Princeton on the twenty third. Yeah, then y'all. I don't assume. I'm. I, I don't assume that they're making the uh, division F-ps-bs? FBS? B.S. No playoffs. No, whatever they, whatever it's called. No. <laughs>
1: No, no. They're, uh, yeah, they're not doing that great in the Ivy. So, no, no, no. So, where are we going? It's, uh, I guess we got to kind of start wrapping up and Prem prem. 12 coming up week.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: I'm excited. And
0: there's a game tomorrow. Yes, it's nothing to uh, write home about. No, it's really not, but it's, uh, three o'clock tomorrow, Friday. Uh, Norwich hosts Watford. Yeah. Yikes. It's like all the way around, it's just really shitty. Yeah. It's uh two teams that just really suck badly. Bottom feeders. Who can't score and one of these teams is gonna win in the game. Maybe.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be a draw. Let's be real. I don't know. I kinda like Norwich at home. Dude, I would love I would love Norwich at home, especially get him back out of that basement with my pick of them being one of the teams to stay up out of the three new. Um, That would help them dramatically. Um, But I don't know, man. They're not scoring. Watford's not scoring. This has 0-0 draw written all over it to me. But we'll see.
0: We shall see. Um, I guess we can go Saturday, 7.30 game. Chelsea
1: vs. Palace. I know your ass will finally be up for a breakfast game. I mean, I might
2: be up for a breakfast
1: game. <laughs> Depends on what kind of Friday night you have. I was going to say,
0: I got to see what's going on, but I don't even know. Maybe. I'll be up for it because
1: you know I'm always up for my that's – my, that's my time. Brian loves his breakfast game. I do. <laughs> that's my shit. That's his shitty. So, yeah, Chelsea at home. Against rolling, Palace. Rolling right along um obviously they got the draw in champions league but in general they've uh they're ba- scoring goals though basically won four out of their last five they um, hot baby they hot yeah, they are on fire um and yeah they're scoring they're playing defense they're pretty much doing everything that you would want out of your team right now um you're getting contributions from Polisic finally which has been a great addition jorginho's having a career year and uh Palace is like too inconsistent for me, right? and especially on the road. So I see Chelsea probably rolling right along in this one.
0: Yeah, I think they're playing way too good right now to have a letdown, especially at home. Uh, I think just from the Champions League, the way they fought back, kind of got a little confidence in the group. And Palace is just, I don't even know. They're just so inconsistent to go on the road and get a point would be like, whoa. Yeah. It's a lot to ask for uh, a Palace team right now.
1: A month and a half ago when Chelsea was still kind of, you didn't really know what they were yet, and Palace was playing better, I would say so, possibly. But not the way things are right now. Not the way the landscape is. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea. it would be a disappointment for Chelsea if they don't win this game. Right. Put it that way. Exactly.
0: So, um, All right. There's a bunch of 10 o'clockers on Saturday. A lot of 10 o'clockers. Um, we'll start Burnley, host uh, West Ham, two teams that, are in dire needs of wins.
1: Yeah, somebody could really take advantage of this one here. And so this is another game where it's like
0: probably get a draw. No <laughs> one. Both games of teams that really need wins draws
1: that tends to happen because either they, I
0: think if I'm both
1: teams, I'm pushing forward. I need this win so badly that you, you and I have said that too. Like some that's that should be the motto. Like we both really need to win so why not put it all on the table and take the chance of the loss anyway but it tends to be for some reason both teams sit back and play safe and try and get a point i guess if you're the road team that's the the play in this case maybe sit back but i don't know west ham it's been so bad you gotta you gotta try and score
0: yeah it's it's one of those where yeah if i'm both coaches I'm like we're throwing everything forward and if we get countered on then so be it yeah and at least we go down swinging yeah it's like fuck it who cares yeah so the next one uh Newcastle uh
1: hosts um Bournemouth kind of same type of game maybe
0: yeah you see Bournemouth's uh they haven't allowed a goal in what three weeks or so yeah uh Newcastle put up three on West Ham last week can they continue the goal scoring or was that just uh, a fluke of an a anomaly, bad, yeah. a West Ham team that's not in form?
1: Uh, I guess that's what it comes down to. I guess we'll see this week. Yeah, see if they can keep that going. I I don't see it. Um, we've seen this from them before, where they have one little sparky week and then they just go flat again for a month. I know. And, Every time. And Bournemouth uh, is just being Bournemouth, so they'll probably. Go on the road and steal, like, a one nothing victory and call it a day, but I don't know. That's the way it's been, man. Yeah. Um. So,
0: I guess uh, Southampton hosts Everton in a game where... <sighs> Another one. I don't even know where to go or who the hell is going to show up. Southampton, I think, has one goal in the past three weeks as well. Yeah. Everton, you know, can they rally around the injury, I guess, of Andre Gomez? Maybe that will kick
1: him in the ass I don't maybe, know maybe I mean maybe un- unfortunately for them he was probably one of the guys playing the hardest and playing the best for them <laughs> this year <laughs> yeah from what I had seen right um I mean maybe it forces uh Silva to make some coaching changes that we've talked about I Moses Keen has come up a couple times in this racism thing like he's kind of, it's like completely forgotten that you've gotten a stud from Juventus that's come over to this team and just been totally lost within the mix. Like, I feel like anytime he started, he's played well, and then he just doesn't get the playing time. Yeah. So maybe this will open the door to a little playing time for him. Um, I don't know. I don't see how Everton. You can't lose this game, even on the road. Um, but they, they very well could. This is two just really bottom feeder teams again playing each other. That it's going to be. I'm glad we're not predicting it because you can never tell. It could be four to two. It could be one nothing and. I don't know. It's ugly. Yeah, it's uh,
0: it's really crapshoot between the uh, a lot of these games this week. So yeah, um, next game we're gonna predict. Uh, this is our first one we're gonna predict. Uh, Tottenham at home against Sheffield.
1: Yes, let's go Blades, man, the
0: Blades, baby. But yeah, I like we've been doing. I'll just kind of read off what both of us have uh, picked. Um, we'll put the, are they are up on Instagram right now if you want to double check and uh, check in.
1: Yeah, and they'll be up on Twitter later when I retweet that.
0: Right on. Uh, I said uh, 2-1 Spurs, and Brian said one nothing Sheffield. Yes. So, unfortunately, I have to go with Spurs because if they don't win this game at home, uh, you got to say, you got, if you're Daniel Levy, you're like, dude, what the fuck? They got to be done, dude. They... Like, you can't beat. Not, I mean, Sheffield's been awesome. Even on, I think they've been more better on the road than they have at home. So, if Sheffield comes in and actually plays well, I wouldn't be surprised. But Spurs really need this, like, very badly. So, back against the wall, I think they come out on top. Um, 12 30, the main game on Saturday. Leicester City hosts. The Gunners, Um, this is another game we're going to be picking. Leicester at home, they have been the most consistent team in this league so far this season, playing great. I don't see them stopping, um, especially at home. Arsenal is the draw princes, who honestly I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to a draw, but at the same time, Arsenal hasn't exactly been scoring at Clips. No, they should be. Should but they're not, but they're not. Uh, I said 3 2 Lester, and Brian went with his draw card and said 2 2.
1: I did, I played my draw card, which is a good safe
0: pick, which I could see actually happening. And you know, they're the Arsenal boys are coming for Wolves crown really quickly if that happens. So we'll move Big to time. Sunday. Um, there's three games, there's in two nine o'clocks. Um, Manchester United will host Brighton Um, we're also going to be picking this game Um, you know United at home against a Gulls team you would think should win at home even though Brighton's been playing really good Um, and it would be super impressive and then on the other side it would be very disappointing (coughs) if Man United would lose at home to Brighton and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer would be like Dude, what is going on? <laughs> why? And Pog was out, so we'll see where they get their leadership from uh, going forward. Um, Prediction-wise, I went with United. I don't know why. I kind of went, again, kind of my mentality and thinking the same as Spurs, back against the wall. You need a win. Really, really bad. So I feel like these teams are going to come out and put it on them. And if not, then they're just giving up and, you know, you could just mail the season in right now and change coaches. So I said one nothing, um, Man United, and Brian went with the upset. Um, Brighton
1: 2-1. Yeah, let's go goals, man. So we
0: have a lot of disparity in our picks, so, I, which would make it kind of fun. I
1: like how we do that, and even with that, we're picking so well that that's like – I mean, that's a great sign. Yeah. We've been on point. I'm just going to keep saying it because – I don't like to toot my own horn or pat myself on the back often, not like that. But when you just keep going at the level we are and nailing these, that's that's I think it's pretty impressive because we randomly pick four games and then out of that to actually pick them right, that that takes a little bit of a, a little bit of skill, I think.
0: You sound insane? Do you realize that? You should be medicated.
1: I. I need some medication. So, <laughs> For other reasons. As soon maybe. as the show's over, medicating,
0: baby. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> um, the Nine O'Clocker, another one. Wolves host Villa. Uh, we see Wolves, the draw kings, of course. Everybody knows that by now. Against a young Aston Villa team who has been actually performing decent against, uh, you know, kind of any competition. They've been playing up to, you know, they took Liverpool last week to – you know, the brink basically.
1: Dude, they had Mike Gunners on. Yeah. With, with a man down too. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So,
0: like, it's another young team that just comes out. They don't give a shit. They're going after it. And honestly, uh, you know, this has another draw written all over it because Wolves have seven draws and they Villa, still are the Kings. They they're still the are kings. the Kings. I mean, I'm, I sound like a broken <laughs> record, but. You know, it is what it is with Wolves at this point, thus far this season. You know, you know what you're probably going to get. You're probably going to get a Raul Jimenez. Eventually, he's going to score. And it's either going to probably be 0-0 if he doesn't, and then 1-1 if he if there is one goal for Wolves. It's going to be him in some fashion. Yeah, definitely. So, the main game and the game that I think everyone is looking forward to, probably the best matchup so far this year, uh, Liverpool will host man city um two teams top 2 in the table this is it best rosters best performers so far in the past two seasons obviously with the race they had last year this should be a dandy it should
1: absolutely be it should be
0: I, I... incredible um a great game i would say easily if you watch if you watch the game or not if you watch soccer or not, you should definitely tune in because this game should be I
1: was gonna say this could be a game awesome. that that makes you become a fan. I was gonna
0: say maybe swings your opinion like, on even the
1: game. if you gotta become a front runner fan of one of these two just to get into the game, I would accept that. Just like watch this game. Right. This will definitely let you understand what a good when two good soccer teams play each other, what a game could be like.
0: Yes, and easily live up to the hype so as far as predictions i threw my draw card out there i said 2-2 and brian said 3-2 liverpool yes so which is fair because liverpool at anfield it should be uh they got the crowd behind them it's probably going to be insane um i mean anfield is always rocking but especially for this huge matchup this early and we said this earlier on the show that this is a six-point game. Liverpool wins; they're up nine. Oh, this is big. In the table.
1: This is big.
0: If City wins, they're only down three. So this is a huge game. This early in the season, twelve weeks in. Um, so hey, eleven thirty, NBC Sunday, and it'll just rock right into the game, the MLS final at three o'clock on ABC. So there's your doubleheader. Triple header if you want to watch United Brighton. So that's our little rundown for week twelve. Um, got anything else? I think we've talked a hell of a lot today. There's a lot. No, I think going on, dude.
1: We've covered definitely a lot, um, and I think there's yeah. I'm just I'm excited. I'm excited um, for these games coming up. I'm excited to see hopefully the U.S. bounce back um in the next week or so when we get to that and i'm excited for the mls finals as well i just
0: yeah man a lot of good football going on this uh i just this weekend yeah
1: i just want to see uh arsenal start (laughs) winning some games yeah that's
0: it it needs to happen yeah but yeah all right guys i mean so next week i guess we'll talk uh week 12 and since it's going to be international break We'll dive into the U.S. men's national team, kind of predict what we think will happen against uh, Cuba and Canada on the return legs and any other hot topics that come up, because I'm sure there will, because guess what? There's never a dull moment in this game. Nope, that's why we love it. That's why we love it. So, you know, we will see you guys next week for another wonderful, wonderful show. Like we always say, drink your beers, smoke the doobies, and guess what, guys? We'll be back here next week. We will see you later. Later.